last last I heard from Matt before he went quiet and had a stroke or something. I'm right here. Was oh there he is. Was that there were sonic booms over his home? Yeah, a lot of sonic booms today. Seriously, sonic booms? Oh Can't yeah. Yes, you do. It's the guys over the NASCAR track going too fast. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Bob. <laughs> you ready Hold to start? My beer. Let's Put start. Put the pedal down. All right. And welcome to yet another episode of Prop Wash. I'm Matt Jolly, and joining me today, as always, my good friends Rick Peterson and Rob, out on the middle of an island somewhere off the main coast. Writer uh, has joined That's us. That's me. A very relaxed, Rob. Oh, Ryan. I am that. Oh, I am that. Yes. You're at a little cabin out in the woods on an island. Uh, I am, and it's so very uh, relaxing up here that I almost forgot about the time to do the podcast. Uh, oh, we ought to send Snort up there to do a low and over. That's what we ought to do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That would wake us all up. Yeah. Uh, just just relaxing. What a nice day. It, it, it is a beautiful oh, day in the neighborhood. Summer. This yeah. is what we're supposed to do, Mitchell. By the way, do we still sound like we're on satellite phones from yes. the deep Canadian <laughs> No, please, glad, no. I'm glad you fixed that. <laughs> because I, I think both of you guys sound better today. And I yeah. and I will send Yeah, well, by fine. the way, Matt, we didn't we did not sync uh, up our it's tracks. It's okay. I have it I have it here in the, the handy dandy thing. So hopefully no one will even notice. Oh, you technologically geeked out. No, I'm telling I you. Reach through the, I can't. There's way to reach through and grab both of you, isn't there? Just a, like like coconuts, just bang your heads together. This, this is the guy <laughs> This is the guy who spends all of his time with his face buried in a laptop <laughs> right, shooting right. sizzle videos. Right. So quit, quit yeah. bit. Yeah, there all you right. go. Well, I've, already, early this early in the podcast, I have brought Rob Ryder to use the <laughs> <laughs> We are on a mission this week, we I'll are. tell you. <laughs> we are. Well, I'm so excited. Are, so by the way, I gotta let me just. I'm excited. I'm working. I'm working with with the Red Arrows this weekend yeah. and the Blue Angels and of course the uh, Kent Peach, Michael Gooley, and they're all going to be there at the New York International Air Show. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I I want to get this on record because I can't get past the fact that Danny Tanner, according to Rick Peterson, is uh, is the new narrator. Uh, for the Red Arrows is uh, seriously. I mean, you had to. You, you could have waited a weekend you before you job up? before you told me that the guy looks a lot like uh, the actor that that played Danny Tanner in uh, in Full House. I think oh, he looks more like right. Bob Bob Saget. Well, that's Bob Saget. Like, that's the guy I'm yes. talking about. Yeah, Bob Saget. <laughs> <laughs> so like the, the whole I weekend. I think the character names aren't working so well. <laughs> yeah, the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep guy. thinking it's Bob Saget. Yeah, the whole weekend. Well, Adam does look a bit like, um, <laughs> well, you'll have to, it's too bad we can't show pictures on the podcast. But no, when, I, when I first met him at, at ICAST, I actually, because Saget hangs around Vegas and stuff, I thought it was, <laughs> I, I thought it was him. I almost went up to him and said, Mr. Saget, how, and then realized, he had a British accent, and I thought, well, flight he's... lieutenant. Yeah, lieutenant, lieutenant, lieutenant. Oh, flight lieutenant. Yes, and, Robert uh, and L. Adam, Saget. Abbott, Adam has a wonderful, dry sense of humor that you're all going to love. And uh, uh, did although... you hear the? Did you hear the boom? There no, was a, there was another, <laughs> another sonic boom. Sorry, turn, turn your Sorry. gate off. <laughs> Apparently, there are sonic booms over yes. Matt's home. Yes, all the time. You, you know what they said in Top Gun about all that stuff? That's right. Mm. I'm not we, hearing any We almost now. got a 
Yeah, yeah well, but was, there goes know, the think, editing. That, that would have been two swear words out of Rob in the first 10 minutes. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Put this one up for an Emmy That's or right. something. We're ready. Right. We're ready. So you were saying about, about, about Bob Saget. And, you, uh, you, yeah, but you should explain that you think you're hearing sonic booms over your home. I mean... <laughs> That and the little that and the little green men in the attic, but uh, no, I mean we live we live. I don't know if I can yeah. say where we live, but we live very near. Uh, oh come on! On a, on a, we live very near a base, and and there is routine testing of uh, of of F-15s here, and right. they're always the last screaming the for the last. For the last two years, you've been unable to say where yeah. you were except an undisclosed location in the Middle now, East. That was now very you're true. in this country and you can't tell us where you are well, now. It, it's a question. We know where the heck you yeah. are now. Well, that's fine. It's a question of, uh, it's a, I, I don't know what the legalese is. Oh. Of, oh. of yeah, of operating right. here. And be, because so the program shares all three of our names, yeah. they'll come after all three of us. Exactly. So I think that's right. Big mouth shot. Not that we're government <laughs> contractors or anything at air shows across the country, but that's neither no. here nor there. Here. Yeah, so yeah, there are sonic booms, and it's it's a lot of fun down here. It, we're in middle Georgia, so, you know, right yes. in the middle of the state. Uh, we're uh, very close to Warner Robins Air Force can't Base. Buy, you can't buy a window anywhere within 80 miles of <laughs> That's <past>. right. <laughs> well, They're you know, sold out. Oddly enough, it's never broken a window. We were here ten years ago uh, at Robbins, and and you know it, uh, it's loud and it's it's weird. It's really loud on the inside of the house. It's really you don't really notice it outside, but on the inside of the house, you know you really hear it, uh, just because of the way the sound works. So what anyway. kind of ear earbuds you wear? <laughs> Tell All you. right, yeah, there you so go. So Adam Adam looks a bit like Bob Saget. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm going with right here five minutes and into the show. There you go. Although the Red Arrows perform without the use of any musical accompaniment, there is no music in their, uh, in their display, he is quite entertaining. And some of the announcers that have preceded him have been quite entertaining as well. But you have to lean in. You have to – it's not like it's going to be a set-up, set-up punchline, set-up, set-up punchline, the kind of comedy that we're used to at stand-up places and stuff but he has this dry almost monty python wit to him whereas if you're listening really closely to what he's saying there are some wonderful nuggets in there and i don't <laughs> want to spoil anything for those who are about to see the red arrows but do enjoy adam he enjoys his work you can tell and uh, it's it's very colorful with the red white and blue and uh and it's a it's a lovely show when they're on stage it's uh, it's absolutely uh, beautiful with all the jets they fly nine jets in the formation they'll show up with 11 kind of like the snowbirds up here and uh, a lot of uh, team moves where they're circling around one another and a great use of the colored smoke speaking of colored they, smoke how about that wow. uh, deal with kate huh with kate it's, henley oh now, yes uh, the not, gender not, reveal. not kate henley kate hill now but uh, the gender yeah. reveal i mean I don't think I've ever seen that. Have you? Yes. A, I, a jet I team. Would, oh, not a jet team, but I. it, it was done by Bob Carlton at Kansas City for, oh, a, really? for a family in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Did it just this year. First time I've ever done it. But, but I've only seen Bob I, with white for, smoke. How did that, how yeah. did that, how did that work? Pink or blue. Yeah. Well. Which was Bob, it, by the way? Pink or blue? It was blue. Another boy. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
I think it was. I don't remember, actually. Uh, I'm not sure. But the fact of the matter is Bob Carlton is enough of, is enough of a rocket scientist to uh, make the smoke any color he damn well pleases. Yes, he is. He is a rocket scientist. So the, the blues, to do this, they only have so many seconds of blue smoke, and they only have so many seconds of red smoke. So in order to do this and pull it off, and they've never done it before, they did this at the Chicago Air and Water Show uh, for Kate, who works with Team Oracle with Sean Tucker and has for quite a few years. And Justin, her husband, an interesting story, he was a technician on the Snowbirds and has decided through all of the uh, inspiration he got from the team while he was with them to go back into pilot training, and he is uh, he's ready. He's going to be uh, one of the RCAF's newest pilots so they have uh, finally gotten married and their first child was on the way they knew the gender but they hadn't told family or friends yet and they convinced somehow we got to get the backstory guys they talked to bob saget i'm sure that's how they, they, talked to bob <laughs> they wrote bob saget and Bought the rest is history years. <laughs> and so they turned their that wonderful pyramids uh, we used to call it up the kilt uh the snowbirds flew a similar formation where it's like a um they're stacked down uh, like a like a pyramid in the sky. Well, imagine a kilt, mm. and then the opposing solo flies right up the kilt, <laughs> goes right under them, and then up. And as they approached, and they did the crossover, all the blue smoke came on, and that was the reveal that it was a boy. And I thought it's just amazing, wonderful. creative, wonderful story. Yep, that is. And of course, they'll be doing it forever now. Once you've done it once, <laughs> yeah, it's like a lost child announcement. They just don't stop, you know. Even if <laughs> I'm convinced that even if there aren't lost kids, those cops just bring them up to us, aren't you? I mean, I'm serious about that. I think they just keep bringing these names up that I can't pronounce. Anyway, I mean, really, Oliver Closeoff, you know, center, yeah. laugh at right. Oliver Closeoff, Oliver Closeoff. Please go to the Lost Children's Center. Oh, gosh. Suckered again. Bob Saget, and here we go again with Oliver Close. That's Flight Lieutenant Bob Saget to you. That's right. That's right. I'm looking forward to it, though. I really am. All sorts of talk, and I don't know if it's going to happen, but all of these uh, rumors about flying in formations with formations on top of formations, is there any truth, since you're so close to the New York organizers, uh, (laughs) Mr. Jolly, is there any truth to the matter? Uh, that they're going to have the three jet teams fly together with Kent Peach in the lead. Yes, yes, that is all true. <laughs> Kent, Kent will be wearing his unicorn helmets, throwing out rainbow-colored jelly bellies all the way down. It's going to be wonderful. Yeah, He's going to leave about a week ahead of time. In fact, he's probably on the way right now to get in front of them all, so it'll be fun. I, it, it, Kent Peach is going to be there, too, by the way, at that show. Gonna be going to be a good weekend. Yep. I mean, what where could, are you going to be, Rick? Uh, where I'm going to be in Rochester this weekend, Rochester, New York, with uh, the Thunderbirds. Ah, nice. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I've had a couple of week uh, weeks off, so I am as rusty as hell. I worked with the Red Arrows at Gatineau for their first full up uh, display, which Gatineau, Ottawa, is the Canadian national capital region. So they flew over the uh, Parliament buildings, and uh, and the. And she was just a hoot. The British High Commissioner, Sue, I'm on a first-name basis now, Sue was just terrific. And um, uh, they, they, they're they having a good time. And they're, they're a team. Mm. Uh, Dan McLaren, God love him. Uh, Dan O, who's been around the industry for a long time, said it was very reminiscent of the old Snowbird teams where it's just a bunch of guys who are good at what they do and they're out to have a good time. 
and that's nice to hear. So they're very sociable, and uh, I think you you ran into the lead when you were over in England, didn't you, uh, Matt? <laughs> At a social affair? Well, we'll get into that later, but uh, I... It, We'll, we'll get into that later. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Into it right now. Well, no, no, it's a bit of a story, but uh, probably not best on the air. Oh, it's, probably not best on. Is the it embar- Is would it be an embarrassment to you or the snowbirds well, or the no, red arrows? No, the red arrows. Yeah, whatever. but uh, well, we'll talk later. We'll we'll talk. <laughs> we'll we'll talk later. But uh, what would Boggs what a, say about? I, I, Boggs would have. He would just say this. Boggs would say. I have no idea at the moment. That's what Boggs exactly. would say. Yeah, exactly what he would yeah. say. Yeah. Stupid people! Yeah, there we go. A little Boggs <laughs> just makes you day. bringing it up. I'm, That's right. I apologize, Boggsy. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's all right. Oh, you're working with George Klein this weekend. I am. Yeah, Gentleman George. You know what I, you know what I love about these air bosses we have with George and Wayne is they, they, they all got together about, about 35 years ago, and they bought out Oshman's entire stock of coach pants. You ever notice this? They all show yes. up. Yes, And they I are have. ready. They are ready. For anything, whatever happens, they're ready for it. Yeah, they look like believe, lineman coaches. It's great. So George will clearly. You haven't worked with George in a while. It's a shorts, and shorts. Sandals. Yes, yeah, exactly. And sandals. He yeah. will have it on. He'll be ready to open the stock exchange in New York in his shorts and sandals, and it's going to be great. Going to be great fun. Yes, and he never wears yes. a hat. I don't understand how George is not because well, he has hair. He has thick hair. Well, he does. He does not have that thick hair. Thick. But not that thick. I've I don't know how he does it. Wow. I can't believe it. Rob. Well, it's, it's beautiful it's okay. head hair. Yeah, it's a beautiful head hair. I'm sorry. Not, not John Melby. John Melby-esque. <laughs> Speaking of Melby, have you been able to get a hold of him? Because every number that we've tried the last few shows is, has not worked. And we really do want to have John Melby on this show. But uh, Well, the last I heard, he brought his pits... Because he has, like Mike Wiskus, he's the, the SB11B. Like, I think there's only a couple of them still flying, I think. And uh, he brought it up to Wiskus uh, to have it uh, annual, to have it inspected, torn apart, and fixed. I see. And uh, and uh, I think that's probably going to take the best part of five or six years. So it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> in which time Wiskus is going to take all of Melby's bookings. <laughs> oh, wow. It's all it's all careful for six years. Out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm Six kidding. Years. Uh, so I don't know if we'll be able to get a hold of him because once, you, like, it, yeah. it took him forever to find Minnesota because Buffalo, Minnesota's. Uh, it, he showed up at Buffalo, New York first, and apparently, you know, slapped his GPS around for a little bit, and then he ended up in the right place, Buffalo, <laughs> Minnesota, and now the airplane's all in pieces, and he's been crying a lot. So I don't think we yeah. should really talk to him right now. I can relate to that, kneeling in a corner and just crying right before a show. It happens. Yeah. Oh, it happens. Right? Yes. All right. By the way, we've got to do a commercial real quick for uh, Friendly Jerry's Hot Dogs in downtown New York City, New York. Hell's Kitchen, to be exact. Friendly Jerry's Hot Dog, proud sponsor of this show. And uh, Rick Peterson's favorite hot dog, by the way. Friendly Jerry's in Hell's Kitchen, New York. You can get a wiener any way you want it until 4 in the morning at Friendly Jerry's. This week on sale... Triple mango ice cream scoop in honor of the Mets. So, friendly Jerry's. Thank you. Nice. There we go. A little bit of cream with your dog. A little Absolutely. bit of <laughs> Just uh, split the bun any way you want it, and uh, exactly. it'll be good. It'll be good yeah, for you. How about split the proceeds for the commercial three ways? Well, that's happening. We All we got were T-shirts, guys. That was all we got, T-shirts. I have not gotten any T-shirts. It's on the way. 
It is on the oh, friendly Jerry called Matt's, me the other day. It's I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to leave this for Matt to explain now because uh, I'm happy. Yeah, we anyway. got. <laughs> we also we also got we also have in in full disclosure for the audience a lifetime uh, supply of friendly Jerry's now award winning Tommy's hot dog salad. I don't know if you remember this. We had a long. This is how this all happened. We had a sponsor a number of years ago on uh, Warbird Radio, Miss Evelyn, uh, with her Tommy's hot dog salad. And uh, Jerry apparently has bought Miss Evelyn's famous hot dog salad recipe and is now selling it there. Uh, so that's the relationship. So looking forward to going and seeing it. Unfriendly takeover. Yes, an a hostile takeover at Friendly yes. Jerry's. Yes. So it'd be fun to go there. I'm, I'm, maybe we could uh, all go down to Friendly Jerry's in Hell's Kitchen uh, from the air show. That'd be a fun, a fun little outing. Well, yours you guys are going to be... And uh, and yeah. and I'm going to be in Maine still this weekend. I am not working this weekend. But you could fly so. down. I mean, well, it'd be easy enough for you to hop on your. Yeah, what do you have? Just a, a jet of some type, right? It's an RV seven A. Stop that! I do not have a jet. I, you're I, confusing I, him with me. I, that's you're, right. Or Phenom. Gullion. Phenom. Oh yes, your Phenom three hundred. Right? Or Gullion, who's who's the Cirrus poster boy now. That's yeah. right. And has been for a while. When has he ever? Is he pulled the shoot yet? Just to no. s- just to see how it works, because if That's you know, <laughs> listen, I, no, I'm serious. I I would want I would want like be. the you only you would, only do that once. And well, that's you when, know, when I, your when your pants have turned brown. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I was gonna. I I would. If I they have to test that somehow. I mean, wouldn't they you? have tested them? But they do them on airplane airframes that they don't care about anymore they care about my Gullian's airplane well i know they yeah, care about his about hey that thing looks like a, a sports car doesn't it i mean oh, names out of the seat yep every Gullian arrow sports all over it. yep and uh, he's and and his relationship with cirrus is terrific so all power more power to very him very to safe live airplane. the cirrus life yeah well yes, I, I don't know if i could i i just i'd keep looking at it that thing the whole time and i'd be like man <laughs> okay. Wonder what that does. Memo, memo to Rick. Fly in a Cirrus with Matt. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Hands to his waist. That's something. right. Boy, cuff him. Fun. Cuff him, Dano. Uh, I told you my story about the guy in the ultralight. Didn't I tell you the story? The ballistic no. pair. Oh, no. yeah, this is a story. So we're we're out there in Hearn, Texas, where they used to have a. I'm sure they still do. They have a hang gliding school, and they would tow these people up in in these little ultralights uh, behind. Uh, the ultralight would be a trolley, and the trolley held the guy on the hang glider or the gal on the hang glider, and up they'd go. And there was this, you know, eccentric kind of hippie guy that, that flew the ultralight. The dude. The dude, and he abided. And so we're up there, and, and I'm watching this guy, and I say to him, uh, just kind of nonchalantly, I keep banging my microphone. We were there with the TV station one day filming this uh, world-renowned hang glider pilot. And I, I said to the guy, uh, after he landed, I said, that thing has a ballistic chute on it. And he goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, it sure does. Said, you know, I've never, I've never seen one of those deploy. And he goes, oh, well, I'm a test pilot for him. And I'm not kidding you. About 30 seconds later, we both turn around, the camera guy and I turn around, and, and he's going down the runway without, a, <laughs> without anything behind him. And, and he gets up about, I don't know, about 1,500 feet or so, or maybe it was a little higher, and the throttle comes back on the thing, and he, and he hollers down from the ultralight, hey, y'all, get that camera on. <laughs> We're like, what? And the next thing you hear is that rocket go, and the thing, <sighs> the thing comes down, and it gets about five or 600 feet above the ground. 
No. And God, and no. the the parachute cuts loose. <laughs> oh. It it cuts loose and he he has the engine started again and he and he comes around as a nice low pass and lands and he goes, "Well, what'd you think?" <laughs> <laughs> like that was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so do you still have the video? Of I, that? I am sure the station does. But the funniest thing was is he he walked us around and he showed us this uh, this storage shed that had like three or four of these things in it. And apparently he would just you know have to. It was like quality control to make sure the thing would go. And he would he had to test so many of these things apparently. So <laughs> anyway, I don't remember the guy's name, but it was the. I, I, you know, it was pretty funny though to watch. I, I, would, I bet you, I bet you, Eric Farewell knows all about it. <laughs> get, get that camera going! Oh, oh. what a what oh, a fun my thing! My God, well, there you the, go. Uh, the remainder of the season, gentlemen. This is we're going into the last third. This is the last uh, couple of months of get up and go, isn't it? That's yeah, I've right. got seven to go. I got seven to go. I, I, I think just a few left. Too. But I'm well, part-timing. I'm part-timing. New York's going to be a pretty big deal. You're going to enjoy oh, yeah. New York and New York City and yeah, you know, three or four to Stewart. go. And and is it not true that we heard that the Red Arrows have chosen Miramar as a location? Is that accurate? Yes, I believe so. Yes, it is. So, so we'll yeah. see them at Miramar, and yep. it'll be fun. Yes. And I'll be at Huntington Beach, and then then Atlanta for me to to round out the year. It's going to be. Yeah. I'm they gonna, did. Be fun. They did Boston, they did Chicago, so they have the Hamptons, New York City, Atlantic City, Washington D.C., Dayton. Now the Dayton, that's the Dayton show is over. Are they going to do that at Wright Patterson for a yes. special air tattoo or something? Is that the no, deal? Just just flybys. Toronto coming up, uh, not this weekend, but the weekend next, and that's a full up show over Lake Ontario. Uh, then St. Louis, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston. These are all flybys. Denver, Rapid City. San Diego Miramar is a full-up show. Los Angeles, Long Beach, Huntington Beach, and, and Matt, you'll be there. I'll be there, That's yeah. full-up, and both of you will be at Miramar. Then San Francisco is a flyby. It's not part of Fleet Week. Uh, then Portland, I think, is full-up. Seattle, Victoria, and Vancouver are all flybys, too, I think, or or Portland or Seattle. One of those is a, a full-up show. And then they're on their way home, so... Cool. It's been fun to have them over here, that's for sure. You're hearing a lot of good feedback, too. Everybody seems to really enjoy the Red Arrows. So, uh, I worked with them at Langley a number of years back and uh, ended up singing whoever the narrator was then, and I cannot remember his name, sadly, but on the second day, I ended up singing God Save the Queen as a duet with a guy. Nice. How many yeah, national anthems do you know, Rob? Uh, three. Only three. Great Britain, Canada, and the new United States of America. There you it. go. I think you should learn. Yeah. I'd love to hear you sing the Italian one. How many yeah. courses? It's like 26 verses. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's, half it's, hour it's, long. That's, go for it. Yeah, we, we talked about that once, and there was no way I could figure that one out. Japan <laughs> is another one that goes on and on, and um, yeah, even though there's a translation of that, uh, I just let that one. When I was there last time, I just let the instrumental go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So our our time down, our downtime, Matt spent all of his downtime in our, our mid-air show break, if you will, packing, unpacking, moving into a new, well, two new homes because he yeah. hasn't bought a third one yet. So <laughs> he's he's doing the unpacking and, and, and he's yes. been miserable. I mean, Rob and I can attest to the fact that he has been one miserable 
Okay. Yes. Last, that, it's just been unbearable, to be honest with you. We put what? this on for 30 minutes every couple of weeks just to seem like we're getting along. He has been so hard to get along with because he hates moving. And uh, and now that's behind him. So we have a new Matt on the program this week, which is oh, quite interesting. Right. And, and but, you, but, you were picking and grinning and, and doing banjo. Who are you playing with? Uh, I, I, I was working with former members of the Kingston Trio and the John Stewart Band at the Americana Folk Music Camp, and that was just tremendous. But, yeah. but back to Matt, um, I keep finding out the more I talk with him that I know he was upset about being at miserable. that undisclosed location in the desert um, in the Middle East. He got home, but he at everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a banner show. We're up to if anybody's counting. Apparently, I'm the only one. But I'm not going to do three. I'm not. I'm not going to do that air show. It's too hot. Well, come on, <laughs> take the money. We all know what we are. We're just discussing. <laughs> yeah. So I told Rob the other night. I said, you know, it's come down to this. It's like, how hot is that show? Oh, it's a it's 115, and I'm like, you know, I, I'm good for about 98. But after living over there. I'm 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 just you know I'm I'm kind of out at that point. It's like you know I like working with you guys, but uh, I'm only Not good for much. about ninety five. Yeah, <laughs> then I lose it. <laughs> yeah, Death Valley in August not gonna happen. Six hours on top of somebody's truck. That's right. Before. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good with that. Ninety five degree weather is about all I can handle. I hear you. Yeah. Now you've been out releasing. Red tail hawks and turtles and how about that? That's cool, Rick. That's a whole different kind of air show. Yeah. My wife tirelessly. Uh, she works. It's incredible. It's all volunteer. She doesn't get a cent for it, but she uh, she advocates for um, uh, turtles in this case. And she has this great group. She's got about three thousand followers up in this area where they're out there trying to. Uh, do good for an endangered species. So she's hard on that. And then the group that she um, uh, works with a lot is the called the S. Well, what is it? Sandy Pines Wildlife Center, and they re rehabilitate all sorts of animals that have been hit by cars or, you know, run over by boats or something along that line. And this red-tailed hawk uh, is now all completely fixed up and ready to fly again. And uh, my wife arranged it so that when we were on the way out to release two huge snapping turtles. One of them was 25 pounds. The other one was 35 pounds. They were snappers, huh? I didn't oh, realize yeah. they were snappers. Oh my gosh. Yep. So these these big honking turtles were ready to be released back in the wild again. And snappers get a bad rap. There's a lot of untrue things about snappers. They'll bite your finger off and things like that. Well, they won't. Not not the ones up where we are anyway. Down in Florida, you might. No, they're the Canadian snapping, snapping turtles. They're, they're very polite. Like, they're very polite turtles. Yeah. In Florida, you never know what you're going to get because now I've seen pictures of alligators climbing over fences. Yeah, well, so will snapping turtles if you don't have something on the top. They're good climbers. So oh they, the claws on a snapping turtle are quite formidable. They're long and pointy and they're about the size of your hand on these guys. Uh, the head was the size of a softball. I mean, uh, these are big, big turtles, and they can they can snap. That's they snap because they can't retract into their shells. I don't want to get too technical here. They're the only turtle that can't, so they snap for defense. They're not a, they're not aggressive. They don't come after you and stuff. Or you'd have video on my page of me running down the road with it behind me. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to fuss with them, fuss with them. So uh, you just kind of roll the bin over, and out they go. And uh, 
you know, when you're trying to save them on the road, they may turn around and try and get you. But if you pick them up right, they get docile right away and uh, you can get help for them or help them cross the road. So anyway, we released these two big snappers. And then on the way, they said, by the way, we also have a red-tailed hawk that should be released in that area. You always release them where you find them or where they were found injured. Uh, so back to their home. And uh, I got to do that. And we spent an hour in the car with this uh, this guy. He, he didn't say a peep, had nothing to say to us at all. And uh, when I opened the cage and gave him a polite goodbye, he would, it, it was so rude, Rob, I couldn't believe it. He just, he Not was a gone. thank you. Got it. Boy, he, he dropped one in the car. We were sure that we were going to have to clean the cage <laughs> out. <laughs> and we were driving it. I mean, you know, you get to know your wife, and your wife gets to know you pretty well. So right away, he, <laughs> it's not, it's not, wasn't me, wasn't me. <laughs> we didn't even have to go there. It was just like, oh, dear God, roll down the windows. <laughs> and uh, and I swear to God, when I looked in the mirror, because I could see in the cage this magnificent creature, and I looked back, and uh, it, it was looking right at me as if to say, mm. huh, mm. could we move a little bit quicker? Because I sense I'm heading home. And uh, so off he went in all his glory. It was magnificent to see that uh, that that bird fly. That's very cool. And my yeah. favorite part of this whole video, though, is that, you know, the, the, the hawk was, was really quick. It was it was a wonderful release, but from a television perspective, yes, a, a turtle, it it well it it moves very slowly. So there's this build up, build up, build up, and then it 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 sort of it all come on, so <laughs> like an ear Rick. You know, Rick's like, wow, wow, it's just and the turtle's going. It's uh, it's yeah, majestic. I'm ready to go. I'm yeah. ready to go. You want to open it up? And out it goes, and, and it sort of just stays right there. <laughs> all right. In in all seriousness, Rick. Oh, oh come on. Is that no, it? No, it's time. It's it's we're we're at the time, I'm afraid. I wanted to I wanted to hear more. I wanted to hear more about the backstory about one of those turtles and how it was injured and how you yeah. get them and, and it's not that exciting, trust it's, me. It's a long story. Her name is Dr. Sue Carstairs, and she See, actually this did is surgery on them to rebuild their crushed shells yeah. by using That's cool. Yes. All right. Cool. Now, see, Doctor, do, do you get it? Do you yeah. get it, Rick? Already, Rick. I asked the thing. I asked a story about this, and Matt starts in. Oh, trust me, you don't want to hear it. That's you don't want to hear it. It's. You're being He's back to being his curmudgeon. We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. I've just phoned the base. We're going to send another Sonic boom. Your please do anything. Oh my God! Well, you just. I hope Brian will treat you well in New York City. I just hope you're in a better humor next time. That's all I have. Well, I'll be ready in a couple of weeks to do it again. My next show is actually a private show for the Hartzell Propeller Company. Uh, and then I'll go to Owensboro and then Oceana. And then, Matt, I will see you. And I may or may not decide to hang out with you because if your curmudgeon bad you. attitude rubs off, mm. I'm staying away from you, dude, except when I have to work with you. Feisty. So. Feisty Rob Ryder. We're going to have fun. It's going to be all Top Gun at Marine Corps Air Station Miramar, even though they probably... <laughs> You know, don't like oh that. Oh my God! It's gonna be fun. Make it any more cliche. Yeah, gonna be fun. Gonna be all Top yeah. Gun. Yes. Loving the videos, by the way. <laughs> I, <laughs> Loving the videos. The alter, the alternate trailer for Top the, Gun oh, Two is magnificent. It's magnificent. Oh, gosh. Uh huh. All right, guys. All right. Thanks to Friendly Jerry's. Done? We're done. And uh, yes, Friendly Jerry's. Don't forget Friendly Jerry's. One more yeah. time. One more Somebody time. Somebody send it to Isla Home, Maine, 04645. There you go. All right. You just 
gave away your address on our podcast. Wow. Like one person's going to show up now. Yeah. Demanding friendly Jerry's. All right. Depends have fun. on who that person is. <laughs> I'm going to have a lobster roll for lunch. I'm showing done? up at this place dressed as a six-foot lobster. <laughs> we got I'll get them for you. We got to show up. I'll get you lobster. Are we still rolling? <laughs> yes, we're still rolling. We got we to gotta start the music again for the third time. Goodness gracious. All right, so say, say goodbye, everybody. and uh, Goodbye, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. So long. At work.